Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. We have a, uh, a special guest today. I've been Selfishly, I've been looking forward to this for myself. Obviously, this is for you all, but I could not wait to have this guest on. Uh, this is Matthew Chubbs. Me and him, we I guess you can say we met. I found him on TikTok, and I had found him probably about a year ago and started following him, and he was speaking about things that I didn't quite understand, and it was, it was, it was intriguing, but as, as this journey progressed, as my evolution, as my soul continued to remember these things, it was like, wait a minute, this guy's this guy is speaking that 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 knowledge. So, ironically enough, right, we say everything is happens for a reason. But I was on TikTok, I was doing a TikTok live, and I was saying how I would love to have him on, and he hopped on the live, and you know, so here we are now. Um, I'd like you all to welcome Matthew Chubbs, everybody. Thank you, thank you, Matthew. How are you, my man? Holding his brother, I'm doing well, doing well. How Good. are you? Doing well. We with uh, thank you for for joining me and. I figure we can just go ahead and jump right in, man. A lot of people now, those who don't know you, you're what's your specialty? What's your background? What is it? Is it is it astrology? Is it etymology? What is it with you? Um, I really feel like it's anything uncovering truths. So mm-hmm. um, before I got into astrology, I was heavy into finding out about government, finding out about religion, finding like literally digging deep into any rabbit hole I possibly could. Um, and what happened was, was that uh, everything that I was digging into all came to one. And mm-hmm. that had to be astrology. You know, it, it literally, you know, weather, nature, um, Egypt, you know, all your theologies and, and, and philosophies, um, you know, everything has to do with astrology, numerology, uh, etymology, language, uh, you know, think about the logos, um, or the word, you know, uh, everything was pretty much spoken into existence. So, um, but yes, uh, it was literally just diving down any rabbit hole I could find and then just, uh, seeing how everything correlates together. What, what was that journey? Cause it's, it's similar to mine. You know, I've always been, I guess you'd call it truth seeker, but was it, what, have you always been this way? Was there something that happened that, you know, you kind of your world cr- crumbled around you to realize like, wait, this isn't what I thought it was. What, what spurred this with you? Yes. Uh, I was very different as a child. I, I grew up in an environment where everybody was fast paced, uh, meaning that, you know, my brother moved out at 14. He had his own house at 14. He was a big drug dealer. My uh, my mom kind of was with men um, and we had a rocky relationship. So it gave me a lot of alone time. Uh, we're actually the best ever right now, which is amazing. But um, my father left when I was three. Um, he was kind of, you know, in and out and then he found someone else. And then that life kind of went, you know, crazy. So I feel like what happened with me was that, um, my life opened up to me because I was by myself. So the more mm-hmm. that I was by myself, the more that I wanted to figure everything out. Uh, my, my grandmother, my nonni in Italian, she, she gave me, um, a book called our universe by Roy A. Gallant. 
And ever since I got this book when I was six, seven years old, I've been intrigued and fascinated with the stars. I felt like they would almost uh, speak to me or shoot down to me like I'm a John Travolta in Phenomenon, you know. Wow. Um, but uh, what happened was, was that all, all, all the children around me, I grew up right outside of Philly. Um, so it was a really rough area. Mm. All my friends were doing, you know, you know, rough things, <laughs> uh, bad things, sure. you know, let's call them that. Um, so, you know, while they were doing that, you know, they were playing video games. I was more intrigued than Almanacs. Um, I, mm. I was watching Twister trying to figure out why tornadoes happen. Um, you, you know, so I was into that kind of thing. Um, so my life led me down this path, but then it also led me down another one, which was the rough one. And I took that road for a long time, um, almost until I was 30 years old, roughly. And that road gave me a lot of perception. <laughs> so uh, the the occult or the, the the sacred wisdom was always with me throughout my whole entire life. Like I said, I was definitely different as a child. I seen things, I heard things, I perceived things differently. I asked questions that no one asked. Um, but obviously, you know, you get shut down, shut down. And this also has to do with my chart, which, you know, my Mercury's in Scorpio. So my communication is, is secret, it's hiding, and it has to be, uh, has to be found. Um, so here I am speaking my truths and here I am coming into my Mercury and Scorpio, but at the same time, my life was a big secret. So yes, um, I, 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 I came into this path more or less, um, it trying to come at me every chance it got and me ignoring it. And then finally, I, 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 I welcomed it. And when I welcomed it, it literally changed everything about me. I, uh, I left my ex-wife. I, 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 I stopped doing, doing things different. I, I perceived the world different. I changed everything about myself because the old me was not who I really was. It was a, it was a, a, a fake, a, a mask essentially that I was putting on that I was wearing because I thought I had to live a certain way based off of the experience that I was living in. So, um, mm -hmm. once I grew past that, then obviously I allowed my true colors to come in and then everybody around me and everything that was going on kind of had to, uh, you know, dissolve away along with the personality that was me at the time. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, coming into this path, it, it, it chose me. Um, I, I really feel that. I really feel that um, I, I have the squares uh, in my chart. I have the chart that kind of proves that. Um, this was in my life prior to this life. Um, it's always been here with me. Wow. And. Wow. Yeah. And then coming into that and actually realizing and recognizing it is is uh, is a lot in itself. And then that's kind of when people have those spiritual awakenings. Um, mine was happening all throughout my life. I just ignored it. And uh, and finally, when I let it out, you know, it was like, OK, man, you know, why, why did you do this for so long? You know what I'm saying? Like, you keep me locked down. Uh, right, right. And then when I did that, I, I started getting in contact with like, <laughs> this is going to sound, you know, strange. But I mean, I started getting in tarot cards. I started being able to contact ancestors. I started being able to to, to see things and hear things and, and get that that gift, I guess you can say, that I had when I was a child. So, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's interesting you say that because I've talked about this on previous episodes. And we always think that like, you know, oh, we have the five senses. Right. But then like you also have the five psychic senses right the unseen sense so hearing you like this is the same with me kind of similar like i was always different but i was able to blend in because i moved around a lot so i knew how to like adapt essentially i became a chameleon but even below the surface like i was like man i want to know like why is the sky blue like how did it get to be blue and is it going to stay blue for like i was always wanting to know deeper truths man and it, it, it's it's interesting to hear this because I want to ask the next question. 
did it almost give you permission to just like once you started to understand your chart and everything and and you can you can break down what a like natal chart is but did it all like give you permission to just be who you truly were yes definitely um unapologetically so it, it, it so when i was telling you before about my life being a secret i i, I was always told um, just to give you a, like a little insight, um, you know, I grew up kind of rough. Like I said, there was a lot of drugs in my house. Uh, we we kind of lived the old Italian way, you know, the old mafia way to a certain extent. Um, everything was hush hush, you know, keep everything quiet. You don't talk about what goes on in this house. You don't talk about what goes on in this family, um, you know, and then everything that I wanted to talk about got, be you know, belittled or, or uh, just pushed away more or less because what I'm asking is, is uh irrelevant to life at the time you know <laughs> i'm asking yeah, about stars right. and cosmos and we're living in a crack house you know so right, right. yeah yeah you know uh so this this is you know things getting pushed down pushed down pushed down pushed down and then eventually it's just me bursting through um and coming in into who i am and then you know oh uh you're doing this okay uh, i don't need you anymore do you doing this oh i you know and then that was wrong with me i had to learn my lessons from that you know um expecting people to do what you want to do and what you know and uh and you know that's why i learned a lot about expectations you, you you're not able to expect anybody mm. to to uh, be around you be there for you do this do that and the only thing you can expect is essentially yourself to accomplish what it is that you want to do so um yeah it, it was very hard honestly uh just yeah, i lost a lot of people i lost a lot of friends i lost a lot of um everything but it was at the same time it's beautiful because now I'm, I'm me i'm unapologetically me there's no going back to who i was there's no going back to keeping things in there's no going back to lying to to try and getting it uh, trying to get attention there's there's a lot of uh you know no longer living in a suppressed state of mind um and that's why i say unapologetically me because now i'm yes yes I'm, I'm me to the point where um when people are around me i want them to be them and to the, also to the point where when they're not I, I i feel it and i know it and um that's the thing when you when you walk in your light man and and you 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 have that iron rod magnetized so to say um you 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 attract things and you also repel things you know and um, it's just comes naturally. Now it's to a thing where it's a magnet. Uh, I, I have trouble in, you know, crowded spaces, Walmart, I, I, all that, because especially when it's low vibratory, when you go into a low vibratory state and you're at a higher consciousness, what happens is, is that you pick up on it, not in a way where you actually want to be that, but in a way where it actually like hurts you. <laughs> it literally hurts you. It makes you cry. It makes you sad. It, uh, you know, my wife will tell you, I, I have difficulty just even getting in the parking lot at Walmart. Um, and it's not like a social anxiety thing or anything. I, as you can tell, I'm very, I'm very social and very active. I talk a lot. You know, I, I love people. I love learning. Sure, it's sure. just that it's that environmental, uh, I guess, energy that I pick up on. And and this is what what it was when I was younger. It was not just people around, but it was also people that we can't see, so to say. So, and also to touch on what you said about five senses, you you actually have five senses in all on all your planes. So if you go to the intellectual plane, the emotional plane, you have you have senses on each. Um, and you know the reason that you know, they call it the sixth sense here is so to say is because when you when you have a sixth sense here, more or less what it is is that you're at, you're able to tap into the other five senses on the other individual planes. Everything is done in fives. You know, five 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 is the is the is the number of man. 
you know, five five pointed star. Uh, think about the Pentagon, its protection, its sacrifice. You know, the, the man had to be sacrificed for the spark to be put in, in in order for you to even walk and talk and be here. Hence, why you have the fall of Lucifer. Mm -hmm. Lucifer is Venus. Venus is the five point star. Once again, it's going back to the five point star. Um, this is why people, you know, we get into this. We'll probably get into this a little later, but you know, the fall of Lucifer. Lucifer is 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 the light. The light is the spark. You know, that's why its name is light bearer. You know, this can be traced back to phosphorus. Phosphorus, the Greek god. Uh, phosphorus also means, you know, light bearer, a light bringer. So when you think about the the, the, the sign Taurus that Venus rules, um, it it's uh, it has to do with phosphorus and oxygen. So when you think about the bull, you think about the ox. Well, ox and oxygen. Oxygen is the element of Taurus, even though it's an earth element, air or oxygen is, uh, oxygen is still associated with uh, Taurus. You think about the Hebrew letter um, Aleph. Aleph means ox and it has to do with Taurus too. But when you when you take phosphorus and you mix it with oxygen, it, it like omits a white glow, a faint white glow, white light. That white light is the light that gets separated mm. into seven into seven colors, which then becomes the rainbow. Those seven colors are also dealing with numbers and letters and sound and you know principles and all that. The sound first, you know, the sound happens first. Then the sound creates the light. The light creates you know the sound again, manifesting in the light. Then you know, next thing you know, you have manifestation through you know through word or logos. But the main thing was was that you know phosphorus light bringer light bearer falling from heaven uh, five pointed star number of man it's all going back you know um, once again to the original starting point but yeah my mind goes so, off on tangents man I'm sorry. <laughs> no I I love it man I love it because I, I you know I try to tell I try to tell people all the time that like everything is connected everything like it's all one it all came from the same thing so therefore it, it all had way so i mean someone like you is i mean you're literally like i've uh, you're like the holy grail i've been searching for someone like you who has this way of articulating and being able to show that everything is corrected with this i mean connected with astrology with duality numerology like you're you're bridging the gap, man. I, I I love it. So for someone who doesn't know or doesn't really understand, because this was honestly, this was me probably like a year and a half ago. I didn't understand what astrology was. I was like, oh, come on, planets. That's hear that. Can you break it down yeah. for someone who knows nothing about it? Yes. Well, uh, the first thing that happens with astrology is that usually everyone knows their sun sign. Uh, they all know when they're born, their birthday, and then everyone kind of understands that. Um, and then a lot of times people, when they first get into astrology or when they learn about it when they're younger, it's through horoscopes in the newspaper um, or horoscopes in general. Like today, you're going to have an excellent day and you're going to get in your car. And you're going to get some coffee and it's going to be fine. You know, it's gonna, like this nor you know, normal uh, you know, horoscope. Well, yeah, um, it's called horary astrology, essentially. But um, but yeah, so the first thing is this, is that you, you have to have that 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 vibrational uh, awareness. And what I mean by this is, is that uh, when you first get into astrology, a lot of times it's going to be, uh, you know, disregarded or it's going to be irrelevant to to one's life. Uh, because how, how is this going to help me do what I'm doing now? You know, everyone's caught up in the day to day. They're all caught up in society's, you know, mold, so to say. Um, so what happens is, is that, you know, the first thing that has to happen is essentially you have to have that awareness or you have to have that want to even know about it. Um, because if you don't, then it's just going to go over your head. 
Um, the second thing is, is that utilize your own chart. Learn as much as you possibly can about your own chart because when you do this, you know your life better than anyone else does. You know certain pointers, you know this, you know that. Um, but then how do you know your chart? How do you even start to begin to know your chart? This is where you start to get into the, uh, the you know, the stars and the constellations and an individual um, uh, way of thinking. So, you know, it's like a big puzzle being put together. And then once you start putting the puzzle together, it almost comes off like sentences. It's just like, you know, Mars is this, uh, you know, Aries is this, and then this house is this. So this must mean this. And then you put the sentence together, kind of. So, um so someone that's just first getting into astrology should should really just study the planets as much as they possibly can study the lore the mythology like god, like you know the god of war back to mars again you know mars and then who who's the greek version of mars well aries is the greek version of mars well who's aries well aries is the greek god of war um but it's spelled a r e s well who's the sign that is the that that's like, like that that's associated with mars well that's aries well, hold on, hold on. So, you know, so, you know, a Aries is the Greek version yeah. of Mars and then Mars is the Roman god of war. And then Mars is the planet that rules the sign of Aries. And then they all have to do with initiative and action and war and can be in combative and conflict. Think about the sun in spring. The sun is just coming up and it's heating the, the, the earth. It's, you know, it's 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 uh, it's fighting the battle against winter, so to say, you know, um, but. Mm. When you when you, you got to learn everything on an individual level, and when you when you do this, um, you not only become equipped with the wisdom of the, the of the planets or the stars, you also become equipped with the wisdom of the mythologies that go with them, which are the the stories that are based off of the stars. Um, so, you know. My fast well, this is my fascination anyway, and I felt like this was a big, um, you know, segue, so to say, into what I was learning uh, or how I was learning it was doing it from a standpoint where I'm learning the stars, how they interest me. I'm, 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 I'm learning them on a deeper level. Like I said, my Mercury's in Scorpio. Where's your Mercury at? That's how you learn. That's how you take in information. Um, you know, my, my Mercury's in Scorpio. I, I'm a researcher. I'm a digger. I want to uncover secrets. So I learn best when something is incredibly interesting to me because the more interesting it is, the more I dig. Um, you know, so this is what I mean by learning everything individually. You start learning about your Mercury, you start learning about how you learn, then you're, you start learning about other things that, you know, that kind of go uh, go along with um, uh, the chart and astrology in general. Um, then go to the signs. But then, you know, this is where it starts to get overwhelming because there's so, you know, many aspects to it. You can, you know, the signs and the, and the houses and then the mutable and cardinal fixed, the elements, the aspects that this, you know, but when you look at it from an individual standpoint, once you got one of them down then the other one makes more sense to you. So when you start reading about the planets, then the signs make more sense. Why? Because now you know what planet rules what sign and now you know why they rule that sign. So now you give off more energy than the houses. Well, the planets are also associated with the houses. So, you know, Mars energy is the first house. Mars energy is also the eighth house. Then you start to go with energies and then now, now you're correlating between the planets, the signs and the houses. And then now you're interlocking them. Now you have it down in your head like, OK, I know Mars is Aries because this has to do with action initiative and the start of the season. I know, you know, Venus is Taurus because Taurus has to do with material possessions and Venus has to do with values. Well, you value material possessions, not only that, but you also value what you have. 
So have is possessions. They don't have to be something tangible. It can be intangible. It can be, you know, it can be effort. It can be uh, um, integrity. It can be, you know, um, so Mercury, why is Mercury rules Gemini? Well, Gemini deals with communication. Mercury is the messenger of the gods. We all know Mercury is Hermes or Toth. Um, you know, so mm. you start to get down to it and then you break, you know, so this is what I mean by learn everything individually and, and let it come naturally. Um, because when you start to look at it from a whole, you overwhelm yourself and then you get, you know, then it starts to go over your head and then you kind of just push it to the side until the next time it comes back up again. Sure. Sure. No, that makes, it makes perfect sense. And you know, me personally, I just started with the moon. I'm like, okay, let me start with the moon. Let me start and then, you know, once you understood that, it was like, like you said, it, it gives you confidence. You gain energy to start moving into the other the other facets of it. What is it? What is it like? Because I don't think a lot of people understand that you, you are. A, how do these planets actually have an effect on your life? Like how what is it? Is it can, you, can you break it down to the energies or like, yes, how is so it possible? This- this is going to go back to the Bible. Um, when you when you read Genesis, you see in Genesis uh, chapter one, verse 26, that it says, uh, you know, the Elohim essentially created man in our image. And then Genesis chapter two, verse seven, it says, uh, you know, this is where God breathed the breath of uh, life into the lungs of Adam, essentially. Right. Well, um, why, why is there two atoms being created? Um how did man get created in our image? And then how did God create him, her, and him, him, you know? And then and then, then, then right after that, create Adam again. So the first formation of the one or what's coming out of it is what a lot of people call the watchers or the demiurge or the Elohim. Um, and these are the seven planets, the, the um, seven original planets, starting with Saturn, Saturn, Jupiter, uh, Mars, the sun, Venus, Mercury, and then the moon, the, you know, and then this also falls in line with the Kabbalah or the Kabbalistic tree of life with Malkut, uh, Malkut being the earth at the bottom and then uh, Yod or I'm sorry, Yasod uh, being the one above it, which um, is dealing with the moon. But um, when so it was originally dealing with the seven Elohim. So the seven Elohim are the seven vows. So I'm, I'm going to put it together like this. The seven Elohim are the seven vows. So um, when you think about the beginning and uh, God creating man in our image, what, what's happening is, is that God's actually creating the formational principles. There, he's, you know, like, like uh, you know, uh, Saturn is constriction and limitation. Well, in order for you to set up a, a controlled environment or somewhat, you have to have boundaries. So Saturn is boundaries. Jupiter is expansion and growth. It's where you grow. It's your breath when you take it in. You, when you take a breath in, you expand your lungs and you expand uh, the air to all the you know hidden orifices in your body that the air never really reaches unless you start moving your body better because you know the air is electric essentially. Um, Mars is that uh, the action, that initiative. That's when you you know you you know why you're able to take your first step. The sun is the spark. It's the it's it's why you have life. You know, um, Venus is the light. Now you're able to see. You know, then there was light. That's Venus. That's Taurus. Um, and then Mercury. Mercury is the messenger. How how can you make connections outside the world to the inside of your world? Or how can you make connections from your brain to your body? From your body back to your brain. Um, that's Mercury. Uh, and then you go to the moon. The moon is literally mass consciousness. It's matter. It's the mother. Matter, mother, moon, matrix, matrimony, matrimony. Uh, you know, it's all dealing with the moon. 
Um, so it's, it's funny that you were first, you know, into the moon. Um, this is probably when you were coming into your divine feminine more, but, uh, mm. well, there's seven principles, so to say. And then the reason I say that, uh, that these are the seven vows is because, you know, the vows essentially form the word. If I were to take NTR, it's nitter, right? Nitter. Now, if I were to, uh, take, if I were to take E in between the, uh, the E, uh, yeah, in between the N and the T and in between the R, then you've got netter. Netter. Now you're now you're forming a word. Netter is the the word for um, the uh, the masculine gods, or um, we we just call them the masculine ones in ancient Egypt. The Netteret were the feminine ones. That's why the et is the feminine, and feminine is dark. That's why you had set. Set was the anyway. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start going off. No, there. no, yeah. I'm, I'm staying with you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but Netaru is the is the plural gods. So Netaru. Now take the e out and take the other e out and take the u off the end of Netaru and now put go back to Nitter. Now you now you put an a and you put a u in and you put the e at the end. Now you got nature. You know, nature and Netur and Netaru and Netaret, these are just gods. You know, they, they weren't to be worshipped in uh, in ancient Egypt or not not now. They weren't worshipped in ancient Egypt. They were recognized and respected. That's why they were made uh, monuments of. Um, that's why you had a lot of women statues back in the day, um, because they recognized mm. the, the, the principle of the uh, of the of the femininity. Uh, but so the uh the the stars or astrology or the elohim or the demiurge or the planets are the formation just like the vows are the formation of the words so this is why genesis chapter 1 verse 26 i'm going to create man in our image is essentially creating the principles of our principles so that way now these principles can then create mankind so then genesis chapter 2 verse 7 is when those principles now create or manifest uh i don't and then Adam is just humankind, not one man. It's it's everyone. It's consciousness. So in order for that consciousness to have a hole or have a place to be put, mm. now you got Eve. Eve is the is the is the evil one. It's the even number. The even number is the duality. So you see the evil in the evening up in the sky. <laughs> you see, they see the play on Eve here. Uh, e wow. Every, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody is evil, especially when it's a full moon in the evening. It's just, it's, it's telling you more or less the principle. So, so the stars are helping us with the, um, I wouldn't say helping us, but directing us almost like a puppeteer with strings hanging down. Um, and then depending on how your chart is laid out is depending on how those strings are going to play. So this is where it's coming into you, you, your soul having a contract, so to say. This is where everyone says by soul contracts. Essentially, it's not a contract. It's, it's, it's karma. You have an evolutionary process and an involutionary process. Your evolutionary process is your soul and your body. Your involutionary process is your spirit and your mind. This goes back to your senses. Like everyone thinks that you have to fast the, the stomach or fast the, the mind. And it's like, no, you, you literally have to fast all five senses. You have to, you know, because these are your, um, think about, think about what I was saying earlier about the five point star. Well, that's the man, man being both male and female. Man just means mind, by the way, when you trace it back, it's just mind. So this is where they've done with, with the play on words where they think that man is actually man. That's why man is mind. When you think about mental, mental is masculine. Um, but yeah, I, I lost my train of thought. But uh, I, I just yeah, oh. this this happens. Yeah, this happens a lot with me. I, I there's there's so much uh, you know I guess circling around in my head that it just. But uh, 
No, but yeah. it, it, when you when you break it down like that, it's almost like I'm sure to a lot of people listening, you're like, one, oh, I never knew that, but two, it makes sense. It makes more sense. So, like, I remember when I was a kid in Genesis one twenty six, it was like, you know, let us let us make man in our likeness and our image. I'm like, yes, us is plural. So yes. like, is there like I thought there was only one God? Like this makes no sense to me. But now, when you understand what it was actually meaning, it makes perfect sense. Yes, you you also have the play of Genesis two seven in Libra. So so Taurus is Venus, and so is Libra. Libra uh, is ruled by Venus as well. So we've already kind of you know associated Libra and Venus. Well, Venus with uh, with with Lucifer, so to say. So. Taurus and Venus is Lucifer in heaven. That's when Lucifer hasn't fell yet because Lucifer, Lucifer is still in the in, in the cerebellum. It's still in the brain, um, or it's still in or it's still in consciousness, so to say, or in spirit. Well, well, well you know, it, it's it's still in, in the subjective world. Okay, um, Libra Libra is cardinal air. Cardinal in Latin means hinge. It's like a door opening. That's why all your cardinal signs open each season. Mm. So cardinal is the opening or the, the 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 beginning or something being breathed or or the breath of man being breathed into the lungs of man. You know, uh, the breath of God being breathed, yeah, breathed into the lungs of man. Well, this is Libra. Libra is cardinal air. Air is breath. Air is thought. Air is spirit. Air is where, and then Libra is where Venus is in the objective world now. So your first six signs are dealing with subjective and then your next six signs are dealing with objective. And then this is where the fall of, of Lucifer happens. And then in as far as uh, physically or metaphysically, this is where you're in the womb. And this is where the spirit is, is being given to you. The soul is given to you in cancer. The spirit is given to you in Libra. And then you're able to utilize that spirit and that and that and that soul in Capricorn. For, all the cardinal signs for someone who doesn't know could you explain because a lot of people think the spirit and the soul are the same thing and now the, the difference between the two yes so um think about it like uh how can we do it okay think about it like the the double helix or the dna right you have one DNA and, and two DNA, you know what I'm saying? Two strands, essentially, right? It's two interweaving. That interweaving, just look at it as your spirit and your soul going in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your, your spirit is coming from uh, mental, the mental plane or the intellectual plane. Mm-hmm. Your soul is more material, uh, material base. It's more resonant with the emotional plane. Your soul is attached to your body. The mind is attached to the spirit or to your, uh, I'm sorry, the spirit is attached to your mind. It's like a, think about it like a mental and physical, spiritual and and soulful. The body is is with the soul. The mind is with the spirit. And then they, uh, like every incarnation, like um, it's almost like they they separate and they come back together in the next one. They Think about it like uh, frequency waves. One's Mm. going down and one's going up. And then every single incarnation, they, they meet again. Ah, uh, I see. 
you, you kind of get what I'm saying? Like a snake yeah, on top yeah, of a snake yeah. on the bottom. And then whenever they incarnate, their heads meet. And then that's kind of where you come out, you know, uh, during your, uh, during birth. And then it, so like I said, you have, you have an evolutionary process and an involutionary process. Your evolutionary process is tied to your soul and your body. This is why, you know, it's very important what you're uh, feeding your body. What you, what, what, you know, your skin changes every 30 days. What are you putting into your body? You know, just think about it, you, like you said, being a, a chameleon, but uh, more rather like a snake or a serpent. You're shedding your skin every 30 days. Mm. So, but you're also feeding your body uh, what it's not needing or, or what it's not, you know, what's not suitable for its, uh, I guess, awakening or rise, so to say. Um it's also your intent behind the food that you're putting in. What are you eating it for and why are you eating it for? Are you eating it for, you know, sustenance or are you eating it for pleasure? Are you being, you know, gluttonous or, or you know, so it's also about intent. Um, and then this is, you know, in the Bible, they kind of made everything physical, like even with circumcisions, that, that was that was something that was not supposed to be physical. That's you cutting the mind off uh, or cutting the ego off from spirit, essentially. Um, but Boy, we, we, we ran with that one, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, well, that one's gonna be that one's always touchy. I, I mean, obviously, it's it's like a it's it's because what happens is, is you're taking actual things in the Bible that have been literally manifested into physical society um, for you know hundreds, if not thousands, of years to the point where it's 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 indoctrinated into the psyche. Each generation is reliving that, um, and. Mm. It, you know, this is the same thing with Santa Claus and the same thing. It, it's the same exact thing. You're fed stories to the point where the subconscious believes them. Then the conscious mind believes it as the reality. And the next thing you know, you're living it. And then it, they, they put emotions around it or they attach emotions. So that way, when something happens to you because of that, then you emotionally respond instead of intellectually. So it, it's or instead of allowing your emotions and your, in, in your intellect to you know mix together, that's the whole point of Aquarius. Aquarius is the mixing of waters where your where your air and your water mix, or where your mind and your body are one. Um, this is why you know in Aquarius's keynote is I know. Of course you know because your spirit and your in your in your heart or your mind and your body are together. Um, but yeah, th there's a lot of things in the Bible that, you know, we've taken literal circumcision being one of them, fasting being one of them, you know, you know, Jesus with 40 days in the wilderness, Moses 40 years. And, you know, the 40 has to do with lag time with the sun. Uh, you know, that has to do with, you know, in between seasons, you know, it, it takes it takes almost 40 days for the sun to fully get out of a season. So when you think about spring, it, it really don't start heating up until May 1st. Well, May 1st is Beltane. Um, if you think about summertime, you don't really start getting hot until the, the uh, August 1st. Well, that's called dog days or Luxanda. Dog days is because of uh, Sirius. Sirius is the heliacal star in Egypt that would rise before the sun. And then this is around the time that the Nile would inundate and bring life. So Sirius was always associated with Isis because Isis brought life. Um, think about uh, Halloween. Halloween is 40, is, is, uh, 40 days after, um, after fall. And then that's called Shaman or, or or Halloween, and that's on November first or, or October thirty first is essentially the you know day we celebrate it. And then uh, 40, 40 days after winter, what do you got? You got Groundhog Day, <laughs> you know, or, or it's called it's called Imbolc. And what do you do during Groundhog Day? You know, uh, it's going to be six more weeks of winter, or, or or you know, it's or spring's coming. No, it's it's always six more weeks of winter because exactly six weeks later is the spring equinox. So it, it's. And then that has to do with lag time. So, so, so essentially the sun is in the desert or is in the wilderness because it still is in the clutches of the spring or the summer or the uh, fall or the winter prior. It's still in the clutches of the season or the sign you know, I'm saying before it. So, 
so so you you're, you're this is a seg- perfect segue into it so we see how like ast- astrology has weaved its way into the bible and you talk like you were referring to jesus as the sun like not the sun as an s-o-n but like the little like the sun s-u-n i we, we talked about this many times on, on on my podcast about how the bible was personifying these when you understand the seven levels of interpretation whether it's the metaphysical the symbolical the astrological a lot of people don't understand that like you can understand the story of jesus in the new testament it was really the sun moving through the seasons you want to break that down a little bit yes definitely um so this is uh, a story that has been going around for thousands of years, uh, even thousands of years prior to the um, introduction of Jesus, which Jesus essentially is coming from Serapis Christos. Serapis is Sir, Sir Apis. Apis is the bull. Sir is Osiris. And then Christos is Christ, Christ, Krishna. Christ is, is, the, is the sound the universe makes. Christ. And you end it with a T. I, I'll get yeah, I'll get into that. But um so this has always been here. Uh, you know, uh, one of the, the one of the, the most famous ones that we hear about besides Jesus is Horus. Horus is the one that um, is you know everyone kind of you know learns about in school and all kinds of stuff. But you also have Zeus. You also had Kronos, uh, Rhea, and Zeus. You also had Saturn, Opus, and Jupiter. Um, you also had uh, you know um, uh, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Um, but so Jesus, um, is the personification of the sun, but it's dealing with the flesh or the soul or the body. Christ is dealing with the spirit. That's why when Jesus, you know, gets crucified and dies, Jesus doesn't rise from the grave. Christ does. Um, and Jesus is, uh, Jesus. It's representing the age of, uh, Pisces. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. The original ruler of, uh, of Pisces was Jupiter. Now it's Neptune. But Neptune also deals with consciousness too. Um, as you know, I'm not sure if we can say that for now or for later. But uh, so Jesus is representing the age of Pisces. It's it's you know it's personifying an age, not necessarily an individual. And the writings were always astrologically based. It's the interpretations of them that are manipulated. Uh, the book has always been astrological, metaphysical. It's always been that. There was four levels to the Bible. Um, you you had uh, it, it's it's essentially four four Hebrew versions of the Bible or levels to the Bible. Um, the first one is Pesach. Um, this is uh, turning when, when when a boy turns thirteen years old. Um, you know, essentially he has his bar mitzvah or, or the or the woman has her bat mitzvah, right? Um, this is dealing with thirteen years old. This is the, when you when you graduate from the first level of the Bible, essentially when you get out of the literal version, and now you're into the parables and allegories. Um, but if you take PR um, uh, DS, which is the four levels of the Bible, um, uh, I, I I got the trying to think of all, all four of the names on the top of my head, but essentially the first letter of the name is P, uh, the first one, and then R, and then D, and then S. Um, the S is Sud, and Sud is essentially dealing with the mystical version of the Bible. But when you incorporate four levels of the Bible with PRDS, once again, these four are consonants. You are the vowels that is forming the word now. Now you are the one that is the vowel that is digging in, in between the consonants or in between the levels or in between the principles. So when you take those vowels and you insert them into PRDS, you get paradise. 
So um, when you really, you know, fully understand the four you know, meanings of the Bible, like you're talking about the sun and, and Jesus, well, it's in Solomon, Sol Om On, Sol is the sun, Om is, uh, you know, electrical resistance, but it's also the sound of, you know, the, the, the universe, think about umbilical cord, umbilical cord, you know, um, and then On, On is the city of the sun in ancient Egypt, but it's also uh, dealing with the sun um, too. The, when you think about Sol Om On, you can also take S-O-L, and then O, and then M-O-N. Well, moan is the moon, soul is the sun. Solomon is literally the embodiment, uh, the embodiment of masculine and feminine energies into one. Solomon's temple is the body. And then you have to go up the winding staircase in order for you to, you know, like it's, 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 it's all, uh, um, it's all in there. But Jesus is, is, is the sun um, going through the 12 signs of the zodiac. And each time it goes to the 12 signs of the zodiac, it takes on or, or uh, it, it, it either goes against or takes on the principles or the characteristics of the energies of each sign. So when, when, when the sun is in Aries, that's the God of war. You know, uh, I, I believe in the old Testament, Yahweh was called a God of war, um, or man of war actually. Well, Yahweh at the, you know, Lord, Lord God, that's when that's, that's, that's the sun when it's Mars. I was going to write a book about this called the reflections of the sun actually, but each each of the the uh the the energies of the of Jesus or God um in the Bible is just literally playing out an energy or principle of one of the stars. So, you know, the sun in Aries, that's the god of war. You know, the sun in Taurus, this is when ancient Egypt used to have all the gold, and this is also talking about the serpent. You know, the serpent was is Taurus and Scorpio. Mm. Um, you know, Gemini is the age of uh, of Thomas, Thomas being twin. If anyone looks up the etymology of Thomas or Tom, you'll see that it means twin. That's why you have Atom, Adam. If you take the, you know, think, think about the word atypical or uh, agnostic. You know, agnostic right. is the complete opposite of gnostic. Atypical is the complete opposite of typical. Well, when you take Atom, the Tom is the complete opposite of one. Tom is twin. Adam is one, you see. Mm. But um, so Jesus is... Is 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 your consciousness or is your soul rising? It's it, it's 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 a personification of you, uh, you being the flesh, and then Christ being the the, the soul or the spirit rising within you, and uh, it's. There, there's so much there's so much to say about it, and then there's so much difficulty talking about it, um, because. Whoa, whoa. What, what would you say is, what would you say is like, because a lot of people, sometimes it's hard to hear, you know, because it's like, like when yes. people say, oh, I accept Jesus into my life as my Lord and Savior. It's like, I always remember asking, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that like? But when you understand what the Christ was really, truly what it was telling you, then it makes perfect sense. And then when you had accepted Christ, you were saved because you realized there was no death because you weren't the body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, but it um but once again we go back to wavelength. So now we're going back to where what's the vibration you're on because when you accept Jesus into your your life, who are you accepting? Um what are you accepting? Um a lot of people don't realize that all the churches, religions and everything kind of worship Saturn. So mm. when you really get into it, it's all Saturn worship. Um and Saturn is Satan. You know, now we're starting to get into a little bit more deeper, deeper aspect of this. But um, that's kind of what's happening here. It's a, it's a play on Jesus and Satan. It's a play on uh, ego and the ego's adversary. Um, 
you know, and then this is Saturn, Saturn is your adversary. But for those who say that they take Jesus into their life and, um, you know, Jesus has saved them from hard times and this and this, it's beautiful. It's, it, it's, them, it's them placing faith or belief into something that they believe is there. But in reality, what's happening is, is that it's taking um, away from the internal source. That's that's the whole point of religion. Um, it's a religion, you know, a religion with uh, the one. Well, who do we know who the one is? Well, if, when you look around the world, you see that the Roman Empire has not fallen. <laughs> uh, it's right, still here. Right. It's very much present. And then, you know, this is a whole other topic. But, you know, the Vatican is 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 actually the, the center point of it. But. You know, this is why all your books in school have to go through the Vatican before they're approved in um, in, in in classrooms. So um, every book is Vatican approved. Wow! This is why yeah. this is why they can ban books in, in in the United States. Man, it's just there's just so much here. I mean, we can I could probably have a whole season with just you on here. Just <laughs> let's just do it. Nah. <laughs> no, like seriously, man. Like I'm sitting here listening to you. I'm like. Now, for me to have a conversation with someone and I feel I can literally feel my brain about to explode, like because of the information that you're talking, I'm like, whoa, like this is like, like yes, next, this, next, next level stuff, man. This is my mind every day. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, no, nah, I, I, um, when I was younger, like I said, I avoided it and I, I neglected it and I pushed it down and um, it came, it kept coming and coming and coming and, um, this is why I continue to do it because if, 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 if I can help one individual or two individuals and I've done exactly what I wanted to do, but, um, so no, nah, thank you for having me here and, uh, thanks for having me on. And, and I definitely look forward to doing this again. I, I have my website. Uh, my website is divine mind three, six, nine. So D I V I N E M I N D the numbers three, six, and nine.com. Um, I also am on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. Everything is always the same. It's always divine mind three, six, nine. Um, and then I, I do natal chart readings. I do, uh, composite chart readings. Composite charts are, uh, essentially taking two birth charts. So like, just say you and your wife or, um, someone and their husband or whoever. Um, and you guys want to see what you guys are like together. Um, so a composite chart, what I'm going to do is, is essentially a compatibility chart and two natal charts all in one reading. Um, then I also offer compatibility readings which is comparing your chart to someone else's chart, but not putting them together, but more or less just seeing how they interact with each other. Um, I do, like I said, natal charts. So I, I get, you know, I always explain it's like a thumbprint. The, uh, you know, your life and, and your body and why you're here, your consciousness is essentially a, a thumbprint of the whole. And uh, when you're born, the stars were telling you exactly what's going on in your life, both uh, personality-wise, characteristics, uh, karma, everything. Um, so I dig deep into that and I help you find your purpose here and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, using the stars is just beautiful. Uh, and they, you know, like I said, we were talking about earlier with Genesis 126, they really form you um, and they help form you and they help you realize exactly who you are, how you learn, how you love, all that. Um, so, yes, I do consultations as well um, where I teach this. Um, it can be one on one like, you know, me and you're doing right now. Um, and then I, I also do it over the whiteboard. So I get my whiteboard out and I start really breaking it down. Um, yes, I also do transit reading so we can look at what's happening right now in the stars and how it pertains to your chart. Um, I am going to be starting to offer one on one classes here soon. I just have to get my curriculum uh, finished and start to figure out timing and stuff. But like I said, I do offer one on one classes. Um, yes. I mean, uh, and I also do mentorship programs too. So 
I will tell anyone only from, I can only speak from experience. Um, it's probably about a month ago. I had a natal chart reading and it, that hour that I spent with Matthew was like arguably the best investment that I've ever made in my life. It gave me so much clarity as to why I am the way I am, which then better helped me to understand how to move forward. So um, I always tell people like, no, like, you obviously have the choice to choose whatever, but it helps when you know how you're kind of naturally programmed and to move with the flow of life. And that's it. So I advise anyone who, who's listening, call him right now, get on his, his website. It will, trust me, it will be the best money that you spent on yourself. I guarantee it. So again, Matthew, thank you. Um, as always, I wish you all nothing but the best as you continue on the pathway to your results.